Hello, and welcome to the BookBat Podcast, here to help you explore and navigate the world of Christian fantasy books. I'm your co-host, Carlissa J. And I'm your other co-host, Jason. One of these days, we will teach Carlissa how to say the word co-host instead of carhurst. I thought I had it that time, but not quite. Yeah, It gets stuck on my tongue. How do you do on tongue twisters? Yeah, just don't try them. So, I don't know. I respect that. (laughs) Know your limit, play within it. Just like the gambling ad. (laughs) So, we are back for this podcast's second year of Adventures Through Fantasy. That's what we're calling it? Adventures? I call them mishaps. Mishaps? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I hope they're adventures. Aren't adventures... Adventures have mishap in them. Don't... Aren't adventures just mishaps with a semi-positive spin on them? (laughs) Or maybe some sort of learning thing? There are beautiful sides to adventures, too. Anyway, I was trying to go for a fantasy metaphor there. (laughs) Thanks for making it apart. No problem. I'm always happy to make it apart, as you put it. Take it apart. Okay. We've got some fun things planned and some cool possibilities for future podcast episodes. So for this episode, we're going to give a teaser of what may lay lie ahead for this year. <laughs> My tongue. So just to be now clear. You made me self-conscious. <laughs> just to be clear, when she said lie, she doesn't mean that she's telling fibs this whole time. Anyway, some of the episode ideas that have been floating around out there are friendship and fantasy, which may or may not have connections to a certain My Little Pony show. No comment. Allegory. That word. It's going to be fun. It's mostly going to be us just going at it through the dictionary, isn't it? And going how we misuse that word. No, I am going to explain what allegory really is versus how people think about it, but also... Yeah, it, it'll be fun. Okay, okay, sorry. I've done I, lots of research for it. Oh, you would have. <laughs> so just to be clear, to get to the My Little Pony thing, she's the Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> research! <laughs> anyway, um, what? Overview effect stories? Okay, what the heck is that? Overview effect stories. I am so confused. So, well, I can explain when we have that episode what the overview effect is. It's a term astronauts used. And we're using it for stories? Yeah. Because I made a connection with C.S. Lewis. So. Oh, you mean in his space adventures where the astronauts go around naked. Got it. No, not quite. I have an idea for that episode. Um, I will connect the overview effect concept with something C.S. Lewis wrote that I really want to talk about. Okay, so that'll be an episode where I just smile and nod. Cool. I'm sure you will have lots to say. Nope. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Anyway, other topics are how Star Wars changed sci-fi, spoiler, by making it cool, (laughs) and books we used to like, because apparently we don't like all the books we used to like. I actually haven't thought of what books I used to like that I don't like anymore, but I'll keep thinking about it because there's probably something. Yeah, I'm racking my brain on that one, and the ones I can think of aren't ones that I hate, just ones that I've kind of... I no longer go to anymore Hmm. and it's mostly books that I that are aimed specifically at a very young audience that I read you know from 9 to 14 or whatever and then at somewhere along the lines I stopped and I don't regret reading them I'm not mad that I read them I wouldn't mind reading them again I just don't see much point in going out of my way to read them again anywho 
Wow, we really go on into detail on this stuff. And as mm-hmm. a possibility, this is not a promise. This is a possibility. We might even have a few interviews with fantasy authors. That is not Carlissa or me because I probably will never finish my story. No, this is other Christian fantasy authors. We just need to, yeah, figure out some of the technical arrangements. And so that's a whole other logistics, possi- yeah, like logistics timing stuff. Yeah. So that's a fun possibility. So stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Okay. 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 This year, I also thought we'd institute a new feature on our podcast. Every now and then, we've been giving writing updates. So I suggested to Jason that we should start giving reading updates. Each episode, either in the notes or at some point in our conversation, we will say which fantasy or fantasy-adjacent books we are currently reading. And as of recording this episode, Jason is reading to us, Thrawn Treason by Timothy Zahn. And I am reading Tales Before Tolkien. And I forgot to double check the editor's name, but it's a bunch of bunch of classic short fantasy stories and fairy tale stories that tolkien wrote or no just that inspired him or what? some that inspired him and some that he may have been familiar with some from authors that he really liked basically stories that may in some way influence the fantasy genre okay cool and i am also well not rereading i don't know i'm having a hard time getting through it for some weird reason i don't know why i keep skipping through it maybe i'll just actually one time force myself to make it through the whole thing front to back. But I am also going through the Legend of Zelda manga for Ocarina of Time. I don't know why, but I'm having a harder time getting into that one. Twilight Princess was way better. Mm. And I am so dying for Wind Waker. Come on, (laughs) give me Wind Waker. And today I also started listening to, re-listening to the Focus on the Family audio drama presentation of the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I can't listen to those ones because they don't sound the same as it's always sounded in my head. No. <laughs> and as someone who's reread all seven of those books countless times, I have a pretty good idea on how they're supposed to sound in my head. <laughs> and they're not even close. Yeah, I actually... A little too British and dramatic. I want to say I'm not... I mean, I read all of the Chronicles of Narnia when I was younger, but I did not reread them a whole lot so i actually don't remember that much and part of why i'm revisiting it is like this is the fantasy that people are most familiar with i should probably revisit and remember more of it (laughs) okay because yeah like i might miss a few of the finer points but most of yeah all seven of them i can pretty much quote to you chapter and verse what happened Yeah, I was noticing that in conversations between us whenever I brought up Chronicles of Narnia. That you would like remember all these details and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't even remember the basic plot line of this book. <laughs> the basic plot line. Those plots were pretty basic as it was. It, they're not exactly Game of Thrones level complex here. It's pretty simple. The horse and his boy features a horse and a boy. And there's a girl at some point. I don't remember most of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh. those are books by c.s lewis in case you somehow didn't know that <laughs> do you remember the horse's abbreviated name no i don't what what was it it's brie because brie. it's free oh, yeah his full name is what that brie he hinny hooey ha or something like that <laughs> no seriously i'm not kidding you that's pretty much his name okay brie, except- that's a very irish name c.s lewis bringing out his irish side do you remember the protagonist's name no shasta Shasta. Well, yeah, it's cool. like pasta, but with an S-H instead of a P. Okay, so 
I also wanted to give updates on my two current writing projects, uh, the fantasy novel Dave Jones Aquarium and my nonfiction work Christian Fantasy 101. So for Dave Jones Aquarium, I'm almost done the first round of edits. I'm planning on finishing that next week. And I am in contact with a publisher. So I just need to, yeah, finish a few more changes to the first round of edits to Davy Jones Aquarium, and then I'll send it into the publisher and they'll discuss, we'll discuss things from there as to what's happening next with the book. So to be clear, she is not going through Word Alive Press like she has for all of her six previous novels. This is... Serotona. Is that a person or... It's a company. Okay, sorry. Yeah. It sounds like it could be a name. There's a lot of names out there. Um, And for Christian Fantasy 101, uh, I've been thinking and praying about this project's purpose. I want to encourage people to explore Christian fantasy stories, give them tips on how to engage with the classics, and encourage them to pick up a book and start reading. And I've decided that instead of writing another book, I could accomplish this better by creating a free PDF resource. This way I can add more visuals and make it easy to get a hold of and to share with others. And so would we be making this primarily available through the website? Would they have to email us for a link or? Yeah, I haven't uh, explored Squarespace to figure out how the distribution would work. So whether or not we could distribute it through our website or whether, yeah, this is something you would have to email us for. That's something I'll have to figure out and exactly how that's going to work. Another thing we'll have to figure out. Joyce. <laughs> but I think this is a better avenue for it, getting to make a more visual thing. Also that I could possibly like take apart pieces and share them on social media or... You can take it apart and share it on social media, even if it's published, can't you? <laughs> I see people do it all the time. Well, also freedom to make my own call in terms of copyright legalization stuff. What do you mean? Because usually, well, at least Word Live Press was very much, you go for normal copywriting where nobody's allowed to reproduce this work at all without express permission, that sort of thing. Who do they need to get permission from anyway? Would it be you or the them? I think it's from the author. But this way I can just, yeah, make something that just has public domain or something really easy and light that's like very shareable. So you won't be mad if somebody essentially remakes it into their own thing and then publishes it and makes millions of dollars <laughs> off your own intellectual property? I don't know how on earth anybody would make millions of dollars off of it, but if they're welcome to try, if they really think they can pull it off. Oh, you'd be surprised. People make money off of the dumbest things. It's not going to be a dumb thing. So that's it's why it's going to be gonna easier. Be... <laughs> it's just not going to make millions. Besides, if they start trying to sell it for millions, I can always say, hey, I have the free version here. But they'll say, Our version is better because you have to pay for it. So clearly our version is superior. (laughs) Yeah, because that's how it works. So that's some of the things you can look forward to in the rest of 2024. Now that we're starting a month in. Yeah, and we'll try to post every second Thursday. We'll see how things go. It's not every second Thursday. It's every second Thursday and fourth Thursday of the month. There you go. There. It's not every other Thursday. It's no. every second and fourth Thursday of the month. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That shaves off a few weeks. And by the next time we come around, I will try to figure out how to say co-host. <laughs> there you go. You're getting better. 
Maybe I should come up with a way for you to do it in song form. No. <laughs> Why not? It'd be fun. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so we'll see you, quote unquote, next time. Yes. Be sure to follow us on the website, book-bat.com, and you can find the podcast there or on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, all that fun stuff if you actually like us and want to share us with other people and or subscribe to what we say or think or just find us funny. Bye. <laughs>